Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, welcome to The Guinea Pig. I'm Dr. Mariam Zamani, an oculoplastic surgeon and aesthetic doctor. And I'm Fiona Golfer, a writer and journalist. I'm no stranger to a cosmetic procedure, and I'm willing to try pretty much anything. Which is why I'm here to make sure Fiona and anyone else that's out there considering a treatment to help make a better informed decision safely and to try and collect as much information as they can. Every fortnight, this podcast comes to you from Mariam's Clinic in Chelsea. If you're looking for an honest, no-holds-barred approach to invasive and non-invasive cosmetic surgery, then the guinea pig is here to help you. Hi, everyone. We're back at the clinic for another episode of the guinea pig. Hi, Fiona. Hi, Marianne. As it's just the two of us today, I thought it'd be really nice to chat about our own personal health and beauty regimes. We've had so many great people on recently, and I wondered whether... Either of us have changed anything or learnt anything or kind of adopted any great new regimes. So we could talk about diet and skincare and supplements and all sorts of things. That sounds like a great idea. I know you were just doing a little fast. Do you want to tell us about it? Sure. Well, I'm always just doing a little something (laughs) because as anybody who's kind of maybe read me in Vogue or read my work anywhere over the last... 10, 15 years, I am constantly struggling with my diet, my weight issues. I'm not enormous, but I'm genetically predisposed to be huge. So diet is a word that I know is not a great word, but keeping myself in check is something that I try to do a lot of the time. Was it always like this? Or was always. It always. I come, from an, I come from a very big family, and I mean big in every sense of the word. Really? So both my parents were very large. I was teased at school for having fat parents. My father made chocolate, which didn't help. Oh. I have a brother who is very large and struggles with his weight. And although I'm not unhealthily... You're normal. Overweight. I would, you, I would say normal. that I have a. I, it's been the. It's been the kind of battle of my life, and it really wasn't helped by the kind of messages that one got as a child. You know, we would we would have dinner at home, and then my mother would take us out for Chinese. So I mean, I was really <laughs> encouraged <laughs> to put it away. So as an adult, and I also wonder whether you know, it's it's no surprise that working at Vogue, even though 
we were very discouraged from ever writing about diets. It was something that our editor then really didn't believe that we should write about diets and encourage people to diet. I was always on one. So if I wasn't clutching a bottle with some kind of weird liquid made of cayenne pepper and maple syrup and lemon juice and only drinking that for four days, or I would... I was always first hand up to be the guinea pig to get any health farm out there, fat farm. So I've been a yo-yo dieter my whole life and probably only ever gone four pounds either way, really. Like on a, Amazing. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's an endless, endless um, journey. And I don't do the obvious things, which would be exercise three times a week because I'm lazy. And so anyway, so yes, I've just recently finished yet another fast which one did you well, do actually, this time not yet another fast because i'm not always fasting but this time i tried something which i really quite believe in which is i've just done a week of something called prolon oh i did that as well did you i did, did indeed you? i tried it it was interesting i want to hear what you so for those of you who don't know prolon is something that helps to mimic fasting it's a prepackaged five-day course basically it's a food regimen to help reset your clock essentially and so there's been a lot of research that says intermittent fasting is really good for rejuvenating your organs for detoxing and um also, subsequently, you can lose weight as well on because they're severely calorie restricted. So it's an idea that you have prepackaged every day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner with some snacks. And for that five days, you stay away from also from any of the other things that might be bad, like caffeine, coffee, tea, um, no sugar, obviously. It's, it's a vegetarian-based uh, program. So what did you think of it? Well, the idea is also that you'd do it for five days over three months. So you would, you, would, you would do it three times and that it's a water mimicking fast. So your body basically thinks that you're only on water, but you're getting a few perks in the form of powdered soups and little bars and olives and things that kind of keep you going. Through the day, I thought, well, you know what, to be honest, I think it's really effective. Now, I don't know if anybody out there hasn't seen Marianne, but there's not an ounce of fat on her. I'm a skinny not fat person. She's a skinny <laughs> fat person. I don't know where the fat goes, but it's certainly not Plenty in front there. Of and I'm probably carrying more fat than I than you'd think, but I I don't look it. Is actually because no, I'm yes, tall and I'm strong looking. So I found that um, I did it the first time I did it. This is the third time I've I've done it recently. Um, I found it very effective. I found it quite easy to do. You get to day four and you don't quite know what planet you're on because your body, you know, you are lacking a certain amount of um, well, sugar, coffee, all the things that you come off. It makes you a bit muddled-headed. After about the third day, there were headaches the first couple of days when I stopped coffee. But I think it's a really doable fast. And, and what I feel at the end of it, apart from the fact that I lost five pounds the it's first amazing. time I did it... Um, Did you lose it the second and no, the third time I as do well? No, because I always do. You know, I do two and a half days and think, uh, does that really count for five? Because I think it's very, very hard psychologically if you're not as disciplined as somebody like you. And I know that that's where we're very different, you and I, Marianne. But actually, I found it a bit difficult. Just, I'll tell you about my experience yeah. too. I mean... So I think it depends on what reason you go on to one of these sort of, I hate that word diet too, but one of these sort of um, regimes that you start, whether you're doing it for the health benefits of I mean, it why to were detox. You, why were you doing it? In 2019, my focus is to, for myself, uh, is to be more healthy and take away some of the bad things in my life. So I'm generally healthy. I eat 
fairly well. I exercise. I gravitate towards those types of activities. I, like I would never go to a fat farm. I'd much rather go to like a sports place and hike every day and do some <laughs> exercise. You know, I I I, I love I that part. <laughs> so I, the idea of starving myself. I've never been on a diet ever in my entire life, and so I, it's not something that's part of ingrained in me. I've always been told I have to eat three meals a day, and I think in. On my own, you know, the way my life style has been, I think I've always been an intermittent faster and just didn't know it, you know. So there are times when you're in medical school, for instance, and you don't have lunch breaks, you, you don't have breakfast breaks, mm. you know, you might be able to grab something in five minutes, but if there's an attending doctor that needs you, there's no like putzing around, there were no restrictions on how many hours you worked. And so, you know, you just, you just got on with it. And so, I never really got hunger pains, you know, it was just, I would eat when I could and uh, I ate and then there would be periods of time that I wouldn't, you know, when you wake up at four o'clock in the morning to go round on patients, you're not exactly hungry for breakfast at that time. So, you know, my, 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 uh, natural hunger is, is I think a little bit skewed maybe relative to some other people, but for me, it's about being a little bit more health conscious. So I do all of those good things, but then maybe I only get like six hours of sleep at night. Um, or maybe I do all of those things and I still love my sugar and I have sweets everywhere and I buy chocolate. I love your sugar. I and do. I, I mean, you do something that I would never, ever in a million years do, which is you have little bowls of sweets I in do. your house and you have little bowls of sweets. I know exactly where they're hidden in the cupboard here. <laughs> and you have little bowls of sweets. So for me, little bowls of sweets is like just putting out kind of like, you know, mousetrap. I mean, yes. it's terrible for me. Well, for me as well. Yeah, and so that's what that's what sort of my journey is because I know it's bad. I know it's bad mm. for my insides. I know it's bad, you mm. know, even superficially for my skin. Mm. Uh, I know it's bad for inflammation. I, it is really so one of those evil. Really. I, for me, it was for detoxing. And of course, you know, it, when you have other things that are out of whack too, when you're, you know, in a busy life and you're working a lot and you're not sleeping enough, you, you tend to hold on to weight differently. And, uh, maybe this time I did do it for, you know, that extra two pounds or whatever, you know, that, that may not be noticeable to other people, but I could feel it on myself. So I, I did prolong cause I have actually one very close friend who swears by it. I mean, she loves this, uh, this regimen so much and spoke so highly of it. And so I found it fairly easy to use in the sense that, you know, it comes, the, the instructions are super easy to, to read. I've never really had processed food interesting enough. So They're for powdered me, soups. So just so for anyone listening that, that each meal, we have a, bar, a little bar for breakfast, which is very nice yeah, and very yummy. tasty. And you then But I could have, have had like five of them, but yeah. yes, yes, it, it is tasty. <laughs> and then you have these powdered soups that you add water to and you let them kind of bubble for about five minutes. The dried soup basically the dried the, soup can, can, can absorb the water. It's a bit kind of space food like, and it's not horrible. It's not great, but it's not horrible. That's a very nice tomato soup I can recommend. And mm. the nice thing about it is if you really are going to do this seriously, you just pop it in your handbag and you can take it wherever you go. The difference between your background and mine on that, I was thinking as you were talking, was that I had this career at Vogue, which literally revolved around breakfast, lunch, and dinner because it was so a much career, of your life was, was so uh, much you know, of my life was about going to work, breakfast, and schmoozy lunches, and taking people, and over those sort of lunches and breakfasts, people would tell you what they were doing, and there a lot of ideas for the would magazine flow. would come. So restaurant life was a very, very big part of my life. You'd have breakfast before having a breakfast, before going to lunch, before going to a drinks, before going to a dinner. And then you get home and snack, you know, or whatever yes. it was. Or you're so tired that you go out to the corner shop and buy an ice cream because you've been having to do kissy, kissy 
Yes. Isn't it lovely to see you all day? So I do remember walking down um, the street with a fashion editor from the magazine one time, and, and the fashion department somehow managed to all stay kind of wonderfully skinny and look fabulous because clothes came first. And, <laughs> and I said to, to my friend, yeah, I said, oh, my God, I'm feeling like I've put on all this weight recently and she looked at me and she said well you did eat and it was it was it always stayed in my head because that's because I did she said well you did eat you know (laughs) and um but it's true I did and I love eating and I love cooking and I love feeding people it's a huge pleasure of mine I in in many ways you like to take care of people I I mean you you have a very nurturing character and I think things come alive around a table for me so to have people sitting around my table on a Sunday lunch whilst I've whilst I'm serving I was brought up like that you know I came from a sort of a family where you know the more food was put on your plate hello I'm Middle Eastern Iranian Iranians uh, you know by but it's 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 part of the culture is food is if you don't eat it's actually insulting so and I come from a Jewish culture which is and my mother's cry was small plates people say no no not so much small plates they're small plates so so anyway eating and has always been a big part of socializing in life so from for us as well but I think it's also interesting so you know whereas uh, a lot of people, you know, even in college, they would go and buy, you know, Campbell's tomato soups, and that would be their staple. My mother would come, and she would bring me, like, <laughs> Persian stew made from fresh vegetables and some veal and uh, rice, and she'd, you know, put it in That's my freezer, so and I would, you know, thaw it out one by one, and I'd have Persian proper, food. Proper food, But yeah. I've, I've always lived off of proper food, so... It's kind yeah, of hard too. for me to. So the prolon, while I yeah. found it was very easy to you to to do, the thing that I missed was the chewing aspect of it. So interestingly enough, like that mechanism of actually feeling the food. I mean, I love soups. I, I eat soup a lot during the winter time, for instance. But yeah. I always have soup with something. Yeah. You know, like I'll have it. Uh, you know, with even if it's a salad, a soup and a salad, yeah. or I have a stew or whatever yeah. it is, I always have something there that I can actually bite on. Or if I do have soups, I can chew on the vegetables. There's something in the soup that I can actually bite down on. So for I, I feel for me, the prolon, as much as it was very easy to follow, that's what was lacking. And I kept feeling like you I wanted wanna, the chew. I, I wanted to get an apple so I could bite into yes, it so yes, I could have that crunchiness, that you know, so... The, yeah. So that I thought was hard, but I think it's a very good way to detox yourself from the bad things, like from sugar. So I did get a headache. I don't drink coffee, but I got a headache because I wasn't having sugar. You I know? didn't give up coffee. In the, uh, since subsequently, I haven't given up coffee yeah, because, the, I mean, I'm thinking, for God's sake, I'm, there's only so much you can give up. Yes, so, this is true. So I've stayed with the coffee. And, in, and, and, and what I like about it and how I treat it now, and I'm sure that if anyone from Prolon is listening, I'm really sorry, but um, is that I have it as a sort of, I use it almost as a meal replacement. I might not do five days and lose the big amount, but if I'm just, if it's just me and I've got a day to myself or if my husband's away, I'm so thrilled if my husband's out at night because I'll sit down and just have a powdered soup. See, I would go and I would make a fresh soup with my little, I'd have a minestrone soup because I'd love to have all of that. The idea of having my meals out of a package, that was the only thing (laughs) that I, I felt like I'm too old to be doing that, you know, almost. So uh, interesting, like if it had been freshly made, I think I I would have enjoyed Mm. the process longer Mm. because I do believe in the philosophy and I really do think intermittent fasting is good. I think it's good for your organs to be able to, to clean out and I do think it's good to be able to get rid of 
things that have accumulated in your lifestyle, like sugar, you know, you don't realize how addictive sugar is until you don't have it. The fact that I was having headaches from, uh, it's not like I have bags of, by the way of sugar or anything like that, but you know, I'll have like, you know, four or five M&Ms here. I'll have, you know, two Her- Haribos or I'll have like the Hello Kitties that now I, I, I have in my <laughs> office or whatever, but whatever it is, it's, um, see, I don't have it for like sugar. That. I have it for savory. I mean, I could, I could quite happily just live on sort of, you know, stews, but I'd have one, I'd want, I wouldn't have these days, but I'd want sort of mashed potato or I'd want pasta or I'd want all those sort of things that appeal to me. Sugar I can take or leave, but my husband always reminds me, in the 70s, there was an ad on television for something called R. White's and there was a, a it was called Secret Lemonade Drinker and there was a man would come down in the middle of the night and you'd hear the psh- of the of the fridge door no. opening while he drank his lemonade in the middle of the night and that's my husband with sugar oh, really? so i hear him come downstairs i hear him go to the fridge because we keep all our chocolate and if there's ice cream it's in the freezer and i hear and i can hear it happening and he'll go down he'll have an ice cream and then he'll kind of come back and then he'll go down and have another one that's because so funny it's such a trigger for him yes sugar. you can't have a little he can't have one if I have like one square of chocolate I can really make it last I kind of eat around the edge and I can see I Robert looking at me wanting to <laughs> murder me because I'm controlling my chocolate intake it's funny isn't it what but each man has his poison yeah so would you do um prolon again Maya you know um I would prefer to do it differently so I you know I uh, I enjoyed doing it. It was nice to do a sort of um, do a do a detox like that because I'd never done one like that before. But I I as I said I I also felt very tired on it. So they do recommend not to work out as much. And I have to say for me that was very difficult because I enjoy working out. And so that was um, the gift part. For me. <laughs> uh, I think for me that was the sort of the hardest part. And. The idea behind that is also meaningful too, because they they want you to work out less, so your body's actually in recovery mode, which I get. But um, you know, I find I found that aspect of it again. Would I do it again? Uh, I'm not into you know diets, but it was it was an interesting one. I would prefer to be on something freshly made. I I think the theory and the ideas behind it is really great, but I I personally would have preferred if I had real food as opposed to processed food. I I, I think there's a lot to gain from from chewing. And and also I feel like, you know, it's it's, uh, aesthetically not as interesting too, you know, so uh, I would actually mix my stuff and bring it to my office because I didn't yeah, want people to see, what about you know, the price? The, that it, the, price, the price, I thought it was reasonable. You know, you get quite a lot. It's five days, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks. How all, it's two fifty for right. five days. So you're paying 50 pounds a day. I, I do think clean eating is generally more expensive. Like we were discussing. We previously. were saying earlier that, I mean, in all the times that I've reviewed, um, health farms and fat farms and and looked at their prices you pay a fortune to eat nothing it always makes me laugh the less you eat the more you pay but i do think that for anybody who does you know who who does want to do a fast like this or a detox prolon is as good as anything out there on the market i really do think it's a very well considered and scientifically well researched um product and would i do it again yes but i would make sure that i was maybe going to be in a situation where I could sort of focus on the nothingness of it in a way. So I think, I think with me, recently when I tried to do it, it was a kind of busy period. I couldn't I don't think get a you clear night. Be, yes. I, I, you know, I go to Cornwall a lot of the time, as you know, and I would take it with me to Cornwall and do five days in. 
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I think that's brilliant because I think also the purpose of having one of these types of detox is not just the food it's the exercise it's also the mental space gentle exercise I would (laughs) I would say say I'll walk along the cliffs don't push yourself because I think if you push yourself you can get dizzy and you can get well it's calorie restricted I mean the the, I I think it said something like you lose between five and six pounds on on this uh, on this protocol um, because of the calorie restriction. So if you're exercising on top of that, I mean, you're, you, you do need a little bit more food than, than uh, the thousand, you know, calories. I don't remember exactly how many calories it said, but, you know, it, it's around that ballpark. I think sometimes people construe like being slender with being fit, which is not actually the same at or all. Or being fit with being well, yes, which is another Which is another thing that's not, th- yes, yeah. which is not true as well. So the idea behind it is that I really wanted to um, make myself a little bit more, you know, I don't want to say wholesome because that sounds terrible, like, you know, a strange word to wellsome. use. Wellsome. Yes, I want to be a little bit more <laughs> wellsome. wellsome. Uh, I think the takeaway though is that if you do work and live in this kind of incredibly charged and stressful environment that we do, try and create a space for yourself. God Wherever. knows everyone's got kids, everyone's got life, everyone's got partners, everyone's got all this, the stresses. But if you can find three or four days just to take yourself, you know, get on the train and go to the Lake District or go to a park near you or just give yourself an hour or two hours in nature. Diet helps, but I think really kind of going outside, breathing. We were talking earlier about outside gardening. Outside is amazing. Being you know, outside and, with and, nature. And nature. I think sometimes you just don't know how much is going on in your life yep. until you step away. And I think that's yeah. what, you know, uh, the English culture. So a lot of people live in the country or they commute to the country or they commute into a town to work mm. or they go away on weekends and you have to find your little space and have that mental clarity. Take even if you have meditation, yeah. you know, I don't meditate for instance, but even a bath, you know, yeah. self-love. I spent hours in the bath, Do literally you? hours in the bath. Are you yeah. a prune? I've always just really found when, when the shit hits the fan, I hit the bath. Really? It's, it's been my whole life like that. And I like to, well, I shower in the mornings, just so everyone knows my routine. <laughs> I generally shower in the morning, but I will. So I always dreamt of having a bathroom that was, I've got an, a kind of little armchair in my bathroom and I've got lots of things that I love in my bathroom, sort of cubby holes with various sort of lovely things I've collected over the years, tiny dolls or little tins or whatever, soaps. I always used to collect soaps that came in beautiful wrappers. 
And I will, I go, when I get home, I immediately go and I go to the bathroom and I get in the bath and I call down to my husband. I go, come and talk. And we do all our talking in the bathroom. Everything, everything. I'd say all the key moments of our, really? our life, good news, bad news, they've all sort of happened in the bathroom. I do really decompress in the same way that my husband decompresses by pruning the garden. He goes out he starts manically kind of tearing at rose bushes and then he calms down about halfway through and he just gets into the kind of garden mode. I know if I'm stressed because something enormous and red appears on my face generally, so which it did this morning. I've got a whole new spot emerging along with a really insane outbreak of rosacea because it's very hot in London at the moment. So I've woken up looking like a pincushion and I get a kind of tension in my tummy. Stomach, yes. I feel like a knot of tension that comes in my stomach and I feel like I keep been saying to my husband for the last few days, I'm having a heart attack. But it's tension. I know I get a sort of knot. And we live in a very tense world and I think I take quite a lot of things to you know, I wake up every morning and you I take a lot of supplements. A, a friend of mine told me about liposome. Is that the right pronunciation mm-hmm. of it? I take Ultriant and I take C- vitamin liposome. C. Yeah, and I take vitamin B. And I take them because they've got a 98% absorption. They come like a gel. I put them into a little bit of water. And I can almost immediately feel, particularly with a bee, um, at first you can feel sometimes tiny, tiny bits sick. I'm so used to it now that I don't. But I, it, there's no kind of, there's no pause between swallowing it and it going into your system, which I really like the idea of. Um, and I've been using that all of this year and I found it really helpful. And I take... I take quite a lot of supplements. I like it. Do you take nutrients in the morning or supplements? So, you know, my dad's an orthopedic surgeon, and the thing that he always told me was calcium, calcium, vitamin D, calcium. So for the strength of my bones and, um, you know, now that I do what I do, I see that as we get older, our, our face, our bony structures change dramatically. And so, you know, for sort of quite superficial reasons, <laughs> I take a, a calcium and a vitamin D, but not always. I probably take it three times a week. Um, I'm not a big, I can't remember to take uh, I can't remember supplements. to take anything. Um, so my dad actually brings me sometimes, and sometimes when I'm in the States, I buy like these little chocolate forms of calcium and vitamin oh, D. And so, it's typical. So then I remember. Then, you remember. then, then I might pop Keep two on your three. Yeah, no. Yeah. no, but um, so I, I try to take calcium and, vi- and vitamin D because, uh, you know, living in an environment where I'm almost never out in the sun in, in the UK, um, I think vitamin D is also really important. And I think I, I think I try to supplement as much as I can just with my diet. So I do have a lot of green leafy vegetables. I, do, I love fruit. Like, so, I mean, I, I, and I have fresh... I know that it's not necessarily good. This is I'm I'm telling you what I do. That it's not I'm not recommending that other people do it. But for myself, uh, you know, I wake up and I have a hot water, lemon and ginger. But then I also have a half a glass of mandarin, freshly squeezed mandarin yes, with like oranges. Mandarin. And I know that gives you a spike in sugar. But actually, I think that's sort of like my caffeine hit. I realized. Mm. I think it does give me a you little burst of energy. I had drink no coffee oh, at all. I don't know how you live. So. I, I feel like I get my vitamin C, like I, I, and then I do eat a lot of those things, you know, the, the high nutrients. But um, I, I also think that sometimes people are like, oh, but I'm this vitamin deficient or this one. I think it's also very difficult to tell because whenever you have your blood taken, it's really a snapshot of where your body is and where your bloods are at that specific time. And it is very dependent on what you've eaten in the last 24 hours. Can we just move on to the trivial um, and yet fascinating 
I'd love to know your morning routine. So with your skin, which is completely perfect, always. Just talk me through, literally, you open your eyes, you get up, you wash your face with? So I wash my face uh, with a very small amount of MZ Skin, my cleanser. I have my own skincare line, so obviously pretty much everything I use is from there. Um, and then because I suffer from pigmentation, I always have vitamin C. So again, I use my own Brighten and Perfect vitamin C, but there's lots of great vitamin C's out there. Um, and then I put my moisturizer on and I mix that. Uh, if now I use the tinted perversion that I have, but if I don't have that available to me, because actually funny enough, I couldn't even get it myself. Um, I take my regular, I, I get my own moisturizer and then I mix it with a drop of Guerlain, foundation, but literally a drop. Um, and my, the moisturizer that I use, the MZ Skin one, already has SPF in it, so I'm, I'm pretty much And do much you use done. moisturizer on your body every day? Uh, I do. I'll tell you the rest of my routine, because that's just my morning routine. And then I and then I put uh, I do put um, bronzer on, so I love Tom Ford bronzer. I put Tom Ford bronzer on. Sometimes I put a little bit of Charlotte Tilbury eyeliner and mascara and lip balm, and that's it. And I'm out the door. What, lip balm? what lip balm do you use? Actually, I use Blistex lip balm, funny enough. Okay. So I love, there's this one pink one that I can only only find in CVS in America and I have like a hundred of them I have them in every bag I have them in every bathroom I have them in every um, everywhere my kids have them and it's called DCT daily conditioning treatment uh, I wear it the, it's the last thing I put on before I go to bed and it's the first oh, yeah, thing I put on in the morning it's one very addictive because there. it just makes me hydrated and it keeps mm. hydrated and it stays on my lips mm. because I have a tendency to to eat anything eat, so that's, on, that's on my lips so I really love it um, and then at night and then at night is actually when I do a lot of it's, this is when I have my ritual because in the morning I wake up and I'm ready in like six minutes literally so except for my breakfast part um, so I at, in the evening I usually work out um, and then I come home and I take a small bath short bath uh, 15 minutes with Epsom salt this is a new thing that I've started and I love that very because good that for your muscles really, it actually it just actually releases all tension because my showers and then I take a shower afterwards because I don't know. I feel like I need to rinse off. I I, I never grew up with baths. She's so American. Yeah. Right. So then I take a shower, and then I you know do my nice cream regimen, uh, which again you know it varies depending on summer and winter. But I usually have a retinol uh, incorporated that I put on first, and then I put my nice uh, replenish and restore night mask on and a little bit of eye cream, and again the same lip balm. But I do use body moisturizer, and I switch between different ones. Um, I like to use ones. I, I have a tendency for dry skin, mainly because you should not take hot baths and hot showers, but I do like that for me personally. And so it's very drying on the skin. Uh, and so I do like things that have lactic acid, like different acids in them to hydrate the skin. So um, right now I'm using Exuvians. Um, but I try different body moisturizers all the time. And I, I actually quite like this Exuvians one. Uh, and then I you put you know, cream on my hands and my feet and then oh time my to God. bed. But, but the You're bedtime. like my grandmother's dream person. My grandmother would have had me do all of that. But, you know, it takes me five minutes to do. I'm not... It's not a very long process. Yeah. If it takes too long to do, I won't do it. And then I put on, like, nice little pajamas and, you know, underwear, and I'm, I, I like to, I like to go to like bed. You're ready like a goddess. Yeah, I like to go to bed feeling, like, totally clean and, okay. you know, fresh. 
Well, last week I got in terrible trouble when we were... Um, what do you do? <laughs> fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. No. Um, <laughs> but although my head's spinning with all that information, um, I last week we had dermatologist Dr. Justine Hexel who came to see us on the show and... Uh, everybody was very cross with me because I said that I generally just fall into bed fully made up and don't wash my face at night. Um, Secret to a happy marriage. Actually, I do remember interviewing Charlotte Tilbury who sleeps with her makeup on. But she comes home, she washes it off and then she puts a whole new face back on. She says. But anyway, just um, Charlotte, you can sue me later. But anyway, the idea... (laughs) I I read that article, actually. (laughs) I think it's her party piece. I'm just lazy, and I've always been lazy, and I think there's a kind of hangover from my grandmother said the more, saying the more you pull your skin around, you know, the worse mm. it is for it. So I've always used that as an excuse. But since we saw Justine... Do you pull your face no. when you wash it? No. Yeah, I, I generally wash my face in the shower in the morning when I'm having my shower. There's a product I love called Wildsmith, which, um, which is a very, very natural, organic, uh, and it's a sort of it's a sort of like a like a oily gel that you put on your face and you massage it in and then you add a bit of water and it becomes creamy and you wash it off with a face cloth and I love I like the way it feels I like the way it smells that's always got a lot to do with yes me. and then more and more I do less and less because one of the reasons is because I do get rosacea and my skin does Sensitive. react quite quickly to anything I do with it and so here we are it's midsummer, and my skin is really not happy I mean it's not happy like a 16 year old that no and you're like. you're very hard on yourself I'm no, looking but I've at got your skin. a lot of You've makeup on today but I did spend I hate you don't what I had to do on. this morning and what I had to do this morning basically was do all the things that you know we've talked about with Amanda Harrington how I love having a bit of bronzing tan on because I don't like to put makeup on I feel claustrophobic well this morning I woke up with really unattractive let's say kind of white spots all over my face which are the rosacea they come with a kind of pussy head which was revolting and then I had another kind of real spot spot turning up and I have this hangover from this spot that I had nearly like a month ago that doesn't seem to want to go away so I felt really kind of hideous this morning and more and more as I say I do less and less and so I, I I wash my face with the wildsmith and then I put on a vitamin C but sometimes I panic that the vitamin C you know you're the expert but I worry too. that the vitamin C is exacerbating that because um it does a lovely kind of does leave a lovely glowing skin but I wonder whether it's a bit strong for me at the moment and then I've been then using don't use it. Aven anything Aven, I can get I my hands Aven. on from Aven because I'm trying to be as gentle on my skin as possible but you know this morning I had to put on concealer. I put on a, a there's a Chanel water-based foundation that which that I love, but I don't. I put that on. Then I put on concealer. Then I put on spot cover. I mean, I spent hours trying to no, join. No, you didn't. And I can up. tell. Okay, no, so so Fee's uh, idea of, of uh, makeup. Spots. Okay, but it, it's really nothing. You should see sometimes when people really have makeup on, I, I, no, I could no, take I this know. off with one, yes. you know, wash very quickly. But tonight I will really wash my face because I, w- I don't want to go to sleep with all that on. Generally, I don't have foundation on, so I don't have that kind of cloying feeling of get it off. There's, but there sunscreen is too, do you sleep with the sunscreen on or are you um, bad no, and you don't I wear don't, sunscreen? I'm terrible at sunscreen. <gasps> and I'm, I think sunscreen is a whole other conversation because, and it's something that we should talk about with Robert, my husband, when he comes on the show, because 
you know, I was in the countryside this weekend and no we've talked about this. Obviously not. No, you know, I'm sitting out and I'm thinking. So that's why your rosacea is worse too, yeah, by so the way. My rosacea is furious with me because I didn't use sunscreen and because I did. You but sat I'm blah, 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 everybody. <laughs> you know, that's the problem. You're blah, 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 the 1%, I think. Mm. But I'm kind of like, oh my God, it's sunny. I only think about sunscreen if I'm lying down in the sun. I'm terrible even on the kind of daily using Using. products with sunscreen in them because I'm still quite confused because of all this recent controversy about sunscreens, about what what I should use. You know, before I had my own skincare line, I would, and even I still recommend it to some, some people is that, you know, for when you're very dehydrated and your skin is very, they have a calming mask that it's really nice to just leave on overnight. You just use it instead of a mask, use it as a moisturizer. And I find that very soothing to the skin. So I would say to a lot of you out there that if you are, you know, we we should probably begin to wrap it up because we could talk about our own routines for hours. But I would say that for me, the takeaway from this show is, well, obviously wash more, <laughs> but, um, I've always done these rituals that I say, I, I think I've always done them my whole life. You know, my mother gave me Lancome when I was, I don't know, 13, 14, and that's where it all started. And it was always part of my routine, even in medical school, even in residency, when I would come home really late, it was the one thing that made me feel good. And I have always liked nice skincare products because I associate that with a very calming effect. I love the smells. I love the textures. I like how it made me feel and it wasn't for anybody else. And so I always feel that that's part of my own self-care routine that no one else benefits from it. And I, but I feel better about myself having done it. So if I go to bed on a night that I'm super exhausted and I don't want to wash my face, I just can't do it. I mean, I literally cannot do it. I, 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 I'll lay down on my bed for like five minutes and I'll be like, okay, I got to get up. I got to wash my face. I just can't do it. Can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. Just a a quick aside. This weekend, which was boiling hot in London, this was months ago, probably for you listening, but my daughter got very sunburned and she came back and she's put your gold mask on yes because she was feeling so burnt and so so is that a good thing to do yes. if you've got sunburn was that a good idea yes it is because it's expensive? filled <laughs> it's, it's so actually i'm coming out with a funny you should say that probably by the time this comes out it will have already launched but i'm creating one specifically for sensitive skin that's been affected by pollution uv damage but oh, good. it's really nice because they're filled most um collagen and sheet masks are filled with hyaluronic acid so they can be very soothing the one that i have is very cooling on the skin and yes. it has uh, also has some vitamin c in it and it okay. has nicotinamide which is an anti-inflammatory to help bring down she inflammation did look better. she wore it for about so, 40 minutes your mask oh my gosh. She, she didn't better. need to she didn't need to wear it that long but, uh, gold face. but i do think that it's uh it's really important that you know, you have to protect your skin because once you've gotten to that point, you've, you've so damaged So once you have sort of burnt yourself, it's not a bad idea to put on a sort of good cooling mask. Cooling yes, mask. yes. Okay. It's something that has anti-inflammatory. You can take a paracetamol, ibuprofen, decrease swelling, you know, pain associated with it. But cooling is generally, take an oatmeal bath, you know, if it's on the body. Lots of different things <laughs> that can, can be done. <laughs> okay, well, that's all from us this week. And thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Insta. And get the before and after photographs and videos and much more besides at the Guinea Pig podcast. And if you have any questions or uh, topics that you want us to talk about, please do let us know. We're yes. always open. We love to chat with each other and we love to chat with about things that you want to hear about. So let us know. 
Bye for now. Bye for now. The guinea pig provides unbiased information to those who may be considering cosmetic surgery or even trialing a non-invasive treatment or product. We do not endorse the use of any product or procedure featured in this podcast and are not responsible for the outcome of any of the treatments featured on this podcast or damage caused in connection with any treatments or products. Should you decide to try any of the procedures, treatments or products mentioned in any episode of The Guinea Pig, you do so at your own risk. Always consult an independent and fully qualified medical professional if you are considering embarking on a medical procedure, irrespective of whether it's an invasive or non-invasive procedure. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.